Hello. Welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. I watched a lot of <laughs> film this weekend, a lot of games. Uh, you know, I've got a signed poster from Poe behind me that I had to have time to hang on my wall. I'd like to hang. He deserves to be on the wall. And I ended up watching uh, Team USA and Spain and Canada and a few other teams Under in the 19. U19 FIBA. And um, mm-hmm. I've got no more games today, but I'll, they, I think USA plays again tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got to get started preparing for Summer League and whatever. Just like, can we take a time out here? So this is, for, well, for, for those of you that don't know, the NBA draft concluded last week. And for most of us in the basketball world, it's, we kind of downshift a little bit, although free agency is yeah. coming up, so we're going to start dealing with all that. But this is David's busiest time of the year because he had players get ready for the draft. He's got new guys he's trying to get ready who didn't get drafted, who may want to get on a summer league, who may want to get in a pro league somewhere else. So he's very, very busy right now. And then he's got to go to summer league and then talk to people and, and see what's happening. So it's, you know, listen, you, you can have a vacation in August. Late July. Maybe, Late July. There. Late July is what we've got. Um, and by the way, I don't plan on talking to many people in summer league. I, I, I'm not going to have a choice. Some, some of my friends are listening, I'm sure. Uh, yes, I will have dinners and some meetings and ever, but I have a lot of players I want to see, a, pl- a lot of players I'm friendly with yeah. I want to watch. And so I was telling someone yeah. today who's going to be there, I said, you know, just text me if you want to hook up uh, uh, for lunch or dinner or just watch a game together. I'm going to do my best to not sit with the media on the practice court yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and yeah. just find a quiet corner somewhere. And then, uh, and then the big the games in the big arena, um, it's easy to do that because it's, it's easy to do it there because yeah. there's so many mm-hmm. seats. However, um, I have to go back and forth a lot, so that's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, but whatever, I'm I'm happy to get a chance. To David, D- David's going to be hiding and running 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 along the strip, going from arena arena. Don't worry, he'll have a little cavalcade following. Him. Wait, I just saw <laughs> Thorpe. There he is. Go 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 go. No, it's just I have I've been doing this a long time. I have a lot of friends to see it. And I have a lot of players to watch. It's, yeah, it's just busy. You, yeah, and I got to watch film. I'm do, writing an article this week about the, mm-hmm. the, the yep. best, uh, you know, young uh, units, the best young cores in the league. Mm-hmm. So I got to mm-hmm. start watching mm-hmm. tape on that tonight and tomorrow. Um, yeah, this is a busy time. You got to catch up on all these players. Uh, yep. Yeah. And and r- real quick, without giving yeah. away anything from the article, I mean, I was just looking at, you know, because this is what we do. We use dunks and threes a lot. So the bottom four teams last year. In yeah. uh, net rating, no surprise. <laughs> the people Spurs, who were at the top Pistons, of the top of the Rockets and Hornets. And Hornets, correct. Those are the four worst teams. I'm like, even those teams, right? They they got young talent. I mean, especially now after the draft. So the talent's there. Now, are they going to be any better this year? We'll see. Right, coaching and what the players do and all that. Well, David David has some ideas about who might be pretty good and better better than we might think. Uh, but talking about yeah. the draft, David. What, uh, if anything, stood out to you? Because when you watch the draft, you see it a little bit differently than most people when they watch. Anything surprise you when any team did, either positively or negatively, about what happened last Thursday? I didn't love the coverage. <laughs> that I know. I don't, I don't, the interviews I think are weird. They let these players, they yeah. just got drafted. Let them celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I heard JJ, I, I, I think JJ Reddick's fantastic. I, I loved him as a player. I still sometimes watch his YouTube, uh, uh, the video of his state championship game, just because it inspires me. They guard him with like 11 guys. It didn't matter. He was so good. Um, but he made a comment late. I think he was exhausted, personally, um, that basically you need a, you know, a top three pick 
to win a championship. And you well, it's just, I don't have to disagree. The evidence is overwhelmingly not the case, you know? <laughs> and he knows that. He's super smart. He's just exhausted and tired. It's the idea behind it I get, but it's just not reality. Look at these last winners all the time. Um, so uh, so separate from that. And then my mom, who watched it on a different, I guess it was on two channels, ABC and ESPN. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, she was watching. Oh, no, it was my mom. It was my wife uh, because I knew some guys in the draft and she wanted to see how they did. Mm-hmm. And she was texting me that one of the players got drafted. And all she saw was Stephen A. Smith talking the whole time, not mentioning who got drafted. And I told her, you're watching the wrong telecast. She said, who knew there were two? I, I didn't. I didn't know. I just assumed when she told me that. So separate from that, um, I mean, we're, we, like, we like to draft young dudes that can't play yet. Uh, some of them will <laughs> be good. We don't really like drafting the older guys too much. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, uh, Chris Murray, Omex Prosper, maybe the kid Kobe Brown, what was his Brown from Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. Last pick of the first round. Not many older players. And uh, I wonder if that's going to change. And we should probably talk about that now a little bit. I, I said this morning in our call, is it possible that teams who recognize we've got to have a rookie slot uh, and add a player that can help us because we can't afford anybody else, yeah. do we not take the project at 18, 20, 23, 24 and take the guy that we think is more ready to help us at least by the end of the season. I'm wondering where that's going to be. And not for yeah. a lottery pick necessarily or a top five pick even, but right. yeah, it's just something to keep be watching for next yeah. year going forward. I, I think teams are definitely thinking about that right now. This player was picked in the lottery, but it was the same for him. And we'll talk about him later when it comes to free agency. Cam Johnson was 24 yeah. when he was drafted. So was Chris Duarte. Right. I mean, right. And I mean, he, but he knew how to play and was a positive net positive player from day one. Right. Like, so, Look, there's value in that, right? Of course, we all love the idea of the tantalizing upside. Who doesn't? And also, let's be honest about something. When GMs draft players like that, it gives them a longer rope to keep their job, right? Because it's like, well, he's only 18. I don't know. Like, you got to give me some time to get the right players around him and develop and this, that, and the third. And maybe, but it's an area that you, we talk about all the time on this show. Are you guys any good at what you're doing to actually get them to be that good? You know, the the evidence is is what it is. for me, you know, I, I look Wemby, of course, stole the show. Did you see, by the way, uh, when he was uh, when he was interviewed, uh, his sister was on a hot mic, uh, but she was speaking in French. So unless she spoke French, you didn't know what she was saying. Um, she asked her brother, not Wemby, his uh, their, their other brother, "Can you see my breasts?" Because she had a she had a, a low cut, but she said in French, so nobody caught it in the moment. Unless again, unless she spoke French, but who knows? Whatever. She plays too, but anyway. Didn't she? It, yeah, she does. She plays for um, Monaco. She's a pro in, already. In, 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 the, in the French know. league. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. She's a pro yeah. already. Yeah, she's like 6'1", yeah. yeah, six two. He he's really um, tall. Oh well, yeah. You he's see him seven, no, seven five maybe. <laughs> you see him standing next yeah, to be, uh, yeah. David Robinson. Yeah, I did. Did and uh, Tim Duncan and all those guys. He I know, makes it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, he's you know. He's, I, I'm I'm glad that those guys see what it's like. I, I had yeah, a girl. Yeah, yeah. I had a girl. I grew up with Gerard from third grade on. Literally, she was at my bar mitzvah in 1978. We were already friends for like, you know, five years at that point, whatever. And um, not quite five years, but close. And uh, we didn't talk to each other for a long time after high school. We went to different colleges, whatever. And we connected. Maybe one of our reunions. A uh, sweet girl named Trisha, and um, she 
joked about like, I just always thought you were so short because I was really <laughs> short when she knew me until late in right. my high school career. And she had already transferred out of school by that point. I got my sophomore year of high school. And uh, she saw me on Facebook all the time, though, next to all these <laughs> fucking giants. So tall. And I, she's five foot four. I'm eight inches taller than her. And she was like, what in the hell is going on? I said, Trisha, those are all like 6'10 dudes. I'm taking pictures yeah. of them, you know? <laughs> They're monsters. I'm not short anymore. <laughs> you remember me as short, but I grew a lot in between. So I'm glad David oh, Robinson and Tim Duck can see what it's like. Yeah. Hi, shorties. How's it going? <laughs> and man, Manu was there. Um and, you know, we said it before, and it's worth saying again, I, it, you know, to me, San Antonio is just a wonderful place for him. Um, I just, we like the infrastructure there, pop, everybody. Um, and then the, the, the sort of, of lineage they have of great big men, obviously, but also understanding, quote unquote, Spurs culture and, and, and all that and what it means. And I think he's got great people there. And from what we know, and, you know, people are, are close to him. Uh, he's got a good team around him as well. And, and everything that he seems to be doing has prepared him for this moment. I know for you, you loved when he started crying when he got drafted. Oh, that that yeah. definitely got you, I'm sure. I, I, a lot of the players, I was really so happy to see that. The, uh, did, you ever watch a, did you ever watch a TV show called Parks and Rec? I've seen episodes, never so all in its entirety. My, my kids and my brothers have told me, like, run, don't watch to see it. I'm finally starting to watch it. And the character, Ron Swanson, is, is one of the all-time <laughs> great characters. But he he plays the you know, the, the, the manly man of the 70s, so to speak, right, right? even right. though he's actually yeah. a very loving, decent person for sure. On the show, the character he's playing is, is both. He's very libertarian, yeah. whatever. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not healthy for anyone to not show emotion ever. <laughs> like I was, Victor knew he was going number one for all, forever. A, a year ago, he was projected on number one. I looked it up a year ago. A year ago, draft day, he was looked at number one. I just love that it, it hit him. It, I mean, they're, it's really life-changing. I'm, I talked to a player uh, this morning about his press conference today. And, um, like, it's still surreal for him. Like, he, he didn't know if he'd go first round or not. He really didn't know. And um, so I just, yeah, I thought that was great. I will tell you, though, that uh, I'm not sure the Spurs are any good at what they do. I know they used to be. Mm. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. I think Victor's team is terrific. Team Wembenyama, the agency, the agents, the things he's saying, skinny, skinny up. Yeah. Yep, love it. Um, I'm very impressed. And I know one of the guys involved, very impressed with what that, and quite frankly, that is where we have to go now. We, the players have to have their own pit crew. It's always been the case. Uh, Lou Aldang had his own strength guy. Joakim Noah had his own strength guy. Um, it's something I really recommend. Some guys just do it in the offseason. Some players do it year-round. I recommend year-round. Yeah. If you're with a team that covers everything, great. Right. But don't ever assume they will. Every team is different. Yeah. This is not, this is not a, a smooth quality control all across 30 teams. It's just not the case. And you've got no, to take yeah, care well, of yourself. And if you don't, because you're with the Spurs, let's say, or OKC, and you love mm -hmm. everything you got, well, you might get traded yesterday. And now what right. are you going to do? Now you're going to try to find mm -hmm. your pit crew? No, mm -hmm. you need the pit mm -hmm. crew in place throughout your career to include a chef sure. and everything else. Um, teams are getting better at it for sure. It used to be nothing but pizza and hot dogs and whatever and fried chicken. Get in, get, get in the cold in, bath. Yeah, there you and, go. in planes, <laughs> after games. I used to go in the mm -hmm. locker room and see all sorts of garbage. Much, much better now. Yes. I remember yeah. early on in the maybe mid-2000s, maybe mid-2010, maybe 2012, whatever, Denver had a chef. And he would make breakfast and lunch for the guys during the season. And they would take – 
doggy bags home in a sense. I thought that was super smart. They're, they're all doing it now. Yeah. Most of the teams do that yeah. now. They're all Brooklyn and a lot of the teams now have each player has their own smoothie concoction um, that works for yeah. them. Right. Um, and for Victor, very important because he's also even in the NBA world, he's abnormally yeah. tall. Right. So he, whoever his physio and strength guy is that they know how to work with him and his particular right. long limbs. And so it's very specific. So no, we, it, it, it's this is what you got to do. I mean, it's your body. You have to <laughs> this is how you make your money, my friends. And I know, David, you. <laughs> You are a loving guy, but you were also, I'm sure, gave your guys who got drafted some sobering advice. Yay, congratulations. Now get to work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did. The work begins now. I did. I, I told him before the draft, um, but the guys that I know, uh, if the draft is one night, celebrate, don't celebrate, depending on what happens. You're going to wake up Friday morning and you better get your line straight. But, uh, everyone wants your job and they want your minutes. They want your money. Uh, what do you, what do you, it's a, it's a very, what are you doing lately kind of thing in this league. Mm -hmm. And, um, you better have a good plan to get in the rotation or you'll be out of the rotation and you'll probably get your chances to get in the rotation. Uh, you better take advantage of it or you'll be back out of the rotation again until you get to be a Kevin Knox top 10 pick, uh, who is Mm -hmm. hanging on for dear life in the NBA better than nothing. He'll make good money, but he had such promise. More than a few guys get that every year. And um, it always makes me sad, but you have to do that or you're going to get smashed. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the league will humble you, right? As yeah. you often say. Um, talking about Victor, um, one of the great things you said, and this you said this back in January. Whenever they played school. About Victor. Yeah. Uh, October. Yeah. Back then. And, um, you know, everyone had the urge to, because he showed highlights that he could handle and do different things. The natural comp was Kevin Durant, right? Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, which is a primary ball handler, uh, initiating scorer from the wing. And you said back in October, nah, run him off screens like Duncan Robinson, pin downs like JJ, those kinds of things. Let him shoot, let him cut, roll to the rim on pick and roll. Obviously, defensively, you can use him, use him that way. And I thought it was great because even though it's smart and we trust your basketball brain, that's a zag because most people were zigging, right? Most people do the obvious thing, which is, no, you can do that thing like Kevin Durant. And, you know, I think for you to be able to say that about Victor was smart. And I think for other players in this draft, for all the rookies, right, these teams may have to resist and fight some urges to do things that may not necessarily be good for the player in the long run. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a complicated formula, Gerard. Um, if you allow him to try to play like Kevin Durant, he's going to fail a ton. And maybe he can handle that. I, I don't, Durant did. Durant sucked mm-hmm. his first three years in mm-hmm. terms of winning possessions. He put up numbers, empty numbers, bad teams, the first year especially. Uh, that doesn't mean it'd be smart for Victor. He, he's, he's more talented than Kevin Durant if you look at all the things he can do at, at this, this age, age of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, he's not better than Durant now and <laughs> may never be as good as Durant. He's got a chance to be. And there's like 11 people in the history of, well, in the last 20 years, you can say <laughs> that about Durant's that good. Um, I, I said at the time, I thought they should play Victor like. Um, uh, Duncan Robinson coming off screens and mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert defensively, but also pick and roll. He's good at pick and he's a good pick and roll player. He's seven foot five, but he's athletic and pretty agile. Uh, but then I started thinking, and I wasn't the first one to say this a little Jokic, uh, because he can dribble the ball. Let him put, he, I don't mind him bringing the ball up in transition. If he gets a rebound, he can push it. I have no problem with that. What I want to see him do is throw it to him at 25 feet, let him go kill. I don't think that's the smartest way to use him. Mm-hmm. Let him play without the ball, let him learn. Uh, uh, how to do the other things in time. I want him to be successful early. He, he's carrying 
not just the weight of a country in a sense, mm-hmm. um, but the guy is so much more famous globally than Durant was. Durant was fa- famous oh, locally, sure. America. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Man, people overseas don't know Texas. They know the state. Right. They don't know mm-hmm. Texas, Texas A&M, UTEP. None of that. Texas None Tech, that means anything to them. TCU. It's all Texas to them. Just like mm-hmm. Florida, Florida State, Central Florida. It's all Florida. Uh, it's different. Victor is very famous. And um, I want him that to, to not be uh, worn down by the weight of those expectations and failures. And so if they just keep it a little simpler. And by the way, uh, Devin Vassell is very talented. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate Kellen Johnson is good. They've got mm-hmm. some other young players that are trying to develop. Uh, Malachi Branham, uh, the, the Blake Wesley kid from Notre Dame. So him. Uh, so Jeremy, him. of course, who's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they're allowed to play basketball too, of course. Mm-hmm, so um, mm-hmm. I'd like to see them just, just incorporate Victor into a, a strategy where he can have some early success and build on that instead of just let him do whatever he wants, like Seattle did with Durant in year one and hope for the best. I, I don't think that's sound strategy for him. Not a good I don't thing. think. And Don Barlow, of course, too. On, yeah, on, Dom's on, a two-way player. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. a free agent. Two-way players. Oh, so he, he might. Okay. He's got options. Yeah. We'll see what okay. San Antonio. I have no idea San Antonio is doing, but I don't know how teams haven't snapped up right away if anyone's paying attention. And that matters because we'll talk about overtime elite in a minute. He was the first. Um, he's super t- if he if he was in this class and didn't go in the draft last year, he's a top 10 pick also. Uh based on talent. He's super talented. So yeah, Spurs have a lot of guys. I, I like mm-hmm. Trey Jones still there, I think. Um yeah, they got yeah. a lot of guys. So uh I when we're talking about ranking the, the best young core groups, they'll be num- my number one. There's no mystery. Victor's right, well, that Victor good. Is, yeah. Yes. And I right, like the other right. pieces. But yeah, they've got some work to do still. Um, and so that's really a lesson for all those teams, all the teams, right, David? Um, you know, give them up. Op- I mean, sounds simple. Give them an opportunity to succeed, right? Like this league, they're going to fail enough in this league. It's hard to fucking win and play winning basketball when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. But Give these rookies a chance to succeed, right? You said so to me before. Don't give them the whole house. Give them a shoe. Give them the shoe. shoe. Yeah. Give them the shoe. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Thank you for remembering that. Right. I just, it, I guess there's other ways to develop. It's the only way that I know. Starting, you know, I've, I've said this many times. I've coached against some high school coaches in my career that were better than a lot of the NBA coaches I've seen. I've also coached against a lot of terrible ones, to, to be fair. Um, the best coaches always have a plan. It doesn't mean they have to adopt my plan. You're allowed to have your own plan. But mostly I've noticed players succeed when, when they're having success, right? It sounds silly, but hard sure. to succeed when you're not having success. And mm-hmm. Victor isn't going to be great. I'm sorry. If you let him try to be Kevin Durant, well, then Drew Holiday can guard him. He won't score like Kevin Durant. It doesn't mean he won't score, but it won't be that way. So now – you, you want to put Drew Holiday on him and he wants to play Ludwig Gobert or Duncan Robinson offense, that's a problem for Drew Holiday and a lot of the other guys. Uh, those are hard things to do too that I think he can do somewhat successfully. Uh, really focus on defense for him would be good. All, all these rookies need to do that. Uh, find a way to get in the rotation. He'll start, Victor will. Um, of course. And, uh, and let him just start. At, you, you just First of all, you shoot better when you're feeling good about yourself, in my opinion. Normally, if you're doing everything else bad, you don't shoot well. Typically, the better shooters, Buddy Hield might be a, uh, one of the aberrations. There's a few. <laughs> They're just the unconscious chuckers. That's not how Victor plays. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong right. with J.R. Smith and Buddy Hield, uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson. Like, they're the, okay. uh, one of them on a team is nice. 
because you know, <laughs> two you or know three. they always expect they're throwing darts. Yeah, two or no, three, always. you could be in a lot of trouble because they're going to keep chucking. That's Marcus Smart's problem. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he's ever cold, and yet he keeps missing <laughs> shots. So yeah, I, I think that's I think, and I think San Antonio gets it. I, we'll find yeah. out though. I don't yeah. know for sure. Yeah. I am not here saying they definitely have it because they once had yeah. it. You have to stay relevant. Right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it's been a while. Um, yeah, a pair of twins, and twins are something you know a lot about as you have your own your own set of wonder twins. Um, as you fit you and your wife famously call them, um, the Thompson twins drafted fourth and fifth, which like, I mean, what are the odds, but right? The, that the like the twins went 13, 14, uh, not four think, and five. You, you think it's a weird psychological thing where it's like, shit, the one's gone. We got to go. We got to pick the other one now. <laughs> like, you, I mean, it's so weird, I do, right? I do like, think it's weird. <laughs> I do. Like, it's just right. Cause Look, we have no idea how good either of them are going to be. But as of right now, most people project Amen to be considerably better than Asur, yes? Most people think that, yes. Not everybody. Yeah. Okay. I have no so idea. Like, well, and it's and that's fine. Like we we need time to yeah. see everything, let it all play out, what have you. But they it, but none of that actually matters right now. We talked about on Monday with overtime elite and the lack of competitive games, but again, irrelevant. Houston said four, Amen, you're my guy. Detroit said five, Asur, you're you're our guy. And I was reading the New York Times piece, something very cute. I'm going to read a couple quotes about them. And I know this is this will warm your heart too, David, as, the, as a dad of twins. Uh, it'll be a bittersweet moment when we get drafted, Amen said. It's something we've prepared our whole lives for, but it means we'll be apart for the first time in our lives. We keep acting like everything is normal, and we're going to stay together like this forever, but it's going to be over. In two days, 23 hours, and 18 minutes. And this was yeah, yeah. a couple days before the draft. Um, and it sort of said, the longest we've ever been apart is two days. I went to Florida last year, and he stayed in Atlanta. He called me like 30 <laughs> times. And, and there's... And there's all these like little cute things that I'm like, yo, that's, I mean, we, you know, with sports, we do this whole like macho junk culture, blah, blah. He's giving me some sad moments when your twin's not right there next to you. Because in many ways, that's been your security blanket since the womb, right? It's me and this other dude right here. And we're, we got this thing locked down, but now it's you and somebody else. And I will want to point out very nice of Houston and Detroit. They let both brothers attend the other's press conference. So whoever did delayed there so that one could fly to the other and the other team was allowing the one to fly to go watch the other one's press conference. And I thought that was a very nice gesture by both teams to, you know, let the brothers know that, no, we know it's important to you that you guys, you know, spend time together. Yeah. They did not grow up in the Thorpe house. <laughs> not, you know, to be fair, uh, uh, my kids are boy girls, so not identical. Yes. Um, I coached the Morris twins for pre-draft for, for some time. And uh, one of my favorite memories of that experience was Mar- I always thought Marcus was the better player. I didn't understand why people thought Marquise was better. Uh, uh, he was a fine player. except Marcus was more of a guard and a six, eight body. That's always interesting. And, but Marcus was the alpha of the two. I have, I have no idea what it's like now. They were 20 years old, whatever. But um, Marquise always sat in my front seat when I drove him around and, and Marcus in the back seat. And, one of the sweetest things was Marcus said to me one day, we were, all, we were driving the three of us, and Marcus said, like, and it was just a sweet voice. He said, Coach Thorpe, do you think it's possible we could be drafted by the same team? It was so, it was so nice. I <laughs> yeah. really liked that. Yeah. And I don't remember yeah. what I said. Probably, you know, no. But um, like, no. <laughs> when we raised our kids, we, we, never, we never once dressed them alike. Again, they're boy, girl. Um, but we also, like, really wanted them to be in different classes. We wanted them to build their own identity. They're together enough as it is. Now, I've... I've been very close friends with identical twins also, and, and uh, it's much more like the Thompson twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would have said, I don't need them to go to each other's press conferences. 
it's time to be grownups now. Like you're being paid a lot of mm-hmm. money. Uh, the twin stuff's over. When you're together, you're together. You'll call each other all the time. That's fine. Um, at some point, you have to separate. And so it will, it'll, it'll be after the press conference now when they have to separate some. They'll be in Vegas together for a little bit. That'll be cool. They should mm-hmm. probably, I think they should play some tricks on these other teams. I think that'd be really funny. Muslim Paul would even know. Show up with the other uh, one's when jersey. I've, when I've had twins, when I've coached twins, and I, I've gone to school with twins, obviously, too, identical. Like, once you know them a day or two, like, they're as obviously different <laughs> as you and Henry. But to the <laughs> naked eye, they look the same to me right now because I don't really know them. Um, and, and listen, they've got a steep learning curve, Gerard. They, mm. they have a steep learning curve. Uh, my understanding from talking to people who are very close with them, they are in love with the game. They are all business. Uh, the Overtime Elite really values players like that in their system. So for all the flaws they have, that is not a flaw, that they have quality people like that. And, uh, but still, they don't know a damn thing about basketball. Now, they are long. They're not how long they are. I don't remember their wingspan. They're tall. And they're athletic, mm-hmm. really athletic. Yes, very I, athletic. I, I tweeted this or I wrote this. When I watched a men play, my first thought was Scotty Barnes. More athletic than mm-hmm. Scotty even, but similar. So that's... Scotty's very that's, athletic. Yeah, he tested like top three in the, in the combine. Um, that's great. But Scotty played at Montverde. And before he went to Montverde, he went to university. And they made the state finals too, I believe. And probably lost to Montverde, if I remember right. So the guy went to like two uh, national championships and a state finals as a high school player. Against and played for Leonard Hamilton. And then, and then he went to for a year in the ACC. Yeah, there's not the same as overtime elite. Not even close. So there's a steep learning curve there. Um, they've got a lot of Houston and Detroit have a lot of work to do. Uh, the, but you know, guys can get better. There's no reason why they can't. But the the same rule applies to them, right? Give them the shoe, not the house. Let's. I think so. Give them the shoe. So in Houston, what, what are we thinking? Jalen Green. I mean, they drafted Cam Whitmore. Right. Also, also, they've got mm-hmm. a bunch of guards. They have a bunch of young talent. Yeah. A lot of young and, guards uh, on this team. I, I'm, I'm worried. I think they'll trade. I think someone's going to get traded. I really do. Um, and by the way, they might get James Harden. I feel like James is going back to Philly. I, I'm just yeah. telling you, nothing's yeah. definite. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah, he I wants know. to get paid. So he, he could be in Houston. And then yeah. who knows yeah. what they'll do, by the way. I don't think he'll want to get paid, and then he'll want some good players around him. So, and I and I love James Harden as do you. But if those guys want to get better, playing with James no, Harden, I would not get good. them better. No, no. And it just, it's like it's like taking a really smart kid in seventh grade math and asking him to work with a physicist. Right. It's not right. fair to the physicist. No. <laughs> you know, <No>. unless he's <laughs> a teacher with yeah. James Harden, he's a player, not coaching right, right. now. So um, I do think both both franchises for those twins. It's incumbent on them to build out a good foundation of what do we want to get done this week? And let's really try to check some boxes off. First of all, will be terminology. I doubt they have NBA terminology. No, none of these college guys do, but some of them have more than others. Uh, and then how do we make sure that the, their routine matches the routine we want them to have now they're, they're actually playing against uh, you know, great players everywhere? And then on from there, all these teams have to do something kind of similar. But I think it's more specific to the Thompson Twins just because it's, it's something that's going to be really artificial. They've just never done it before. And I think with um, – and, and, well, actually with both of them because Monty's in Detroit now. They got a guard. And so I, to me – and they both said this in that New York Times piece. What's the one thing you got to work on? They both said shooting like in, in sync. So they know that that's oh, a they're terrible they need to get better. So they know that. But defensively, 
I'll tell you what, they'll work, they'll let you stay and work on your shooting. But if you ain't guarding, both those coaches will be like, you're not playing. And, you, and you they have, have guard. upside defensively for sure. Yes, yeah. they do. They're really they quick, do. which is very helpful. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them in the summer league. I hope they're playing on the big court so it won't be so jammed in there. I hope they play each other. I hope the, the, I have the schedule. I, the just, I didn't, and the I didn't look and play each other. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they did that. Why not? I mean, you know, the NBA loves doing this kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't look through it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. No, it's uh, look, we, we wrote about it. Even, even Victor, you're not, this isn't one player. And now we're going to be all of a sudden, no, like these guys got to learn some shit. Some of them way more than others. And it's going to take some time. But as David said, if the team has a plan and you understand what your plan is, and this is what we're going to do, and you're committed to it, and the player, the player matters too, right? We talk about that. They have to want to get good. Like it can't just be, oh, I'm here now, I'm in the NBA, whatever. They got to want to work and get the right coaching. But there's a special opportunity in this league for uh, some of these young guys. And the, but the reality is, David, the numbers show us all of them. It's not going to pan out for all of them, right? We just know that da- history and data tells us that. So we'll see in a few years where we're at, where we're at with all these guys. Um, all right, so the draft ended. Friday starts free agency. Yeah. <laughs> Although trades trades have already and, happened, so that's going to be and ongoing. And so is some free agent deals. They got an yes, extension deal for Nas Reed. But there's mm-hmm. deals being done right now behind the scenes. Of, yeah. Oh, of course. Deals are being done. And then you have a couple of players who have exceptions in their contracts, right. and they can't be traded until July right. 7th. But they already know. Well, maybe they don't know, but the agent knows. They're already going wherever right. they're going and just waiting to announce. So I want to start with uh, the Warriors because we were recording – at we the, the trade went down after we finished Thursday yeah. show. So the so the Warriors decided to maximize um Steph Curry's title window and Jordan Poole and Patrick Baldwin and I want to say draft compensation, maybe not, was sent to Ryan the Wizards. Rollins to, uh, yeah. Ryan Rollins in exchange for Chris Paul um and his $30 million salary. Um uh maybe Chris Paul stays there, maybe he gets moved again in the next deal. I don't know. Um you know that the internet works. Everybody's putting out the little graphics. Look at this starting line. I'm like, you are mad if you think they're going to start Chris Paul. Steph, that's not. That's not it. I promise you, it's not. Like, it, look, if he's staying there, he's coming off the bench, and that's even if he's staying there, which I'm not even 100 sure he's going to stay there. Second thing, Draymond is an unrestricted free agent, but you can sort of surmise that well, the Warriors have made their bet, right? If they're willing to let Poole go. I have to assume they're going to try to re-sign Draymond. Now, is the number that Draymond wants is having with? We don't know. We'll find out come Friday where they're at with all that. Um, but I think it's interesting. And I do think the Warriors potentially, David, have another move, I think, to make. Do you know what it's going to be? <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um, and it, it, look, this is the, he is like, oh, God. Supremely offensively talented player, but has farts and lapses on defense mentally, and sometimes there's something. Are you talking about thinking, bro? Cat? <laughs> of no. course, of course, <laughs> because you got to get the salaries to work, right? And Cat's making thirty six uh, this Minnesota year. Minnesota needs a guard. Yes, and they need a guard. And so I'm thinking, hmm. Now, where's the Warriors always struggle is not having an actual true seven footer at center, right? Who can space the floor? Well, the one thing Cat can do is space the floor. That dude can shoot threes. Um, he ain't really great at everything else. He should be a lot better at those other things. But, you know, maybe as with Andrew Wiggins, change of scenery. All of a sudden, eh, you ain't the one option here, my friend. Here's what I need you to do. Hit an open three, 
box out, rebound. Uh, maybe he can do those things. And as I mentioned, this is, or I didn't mention, uh, that draft class that Cats in 2015, 2016, a lot of those guys on the last year of their rookie extension. So whatever happens this year, if it doesn't work out, the Warriors don't have to keep them. They can be like, all right, expiring money, see you later, and let them go and sign somewhere else after the season. Again, I'm not reporting this is happening. Other people are writing this too. In my head. Yeah, I like, um, I mean, the Warriors just have to get someone that helps them win possessions. Uh, Jordan Poole last year was a net negative when he was on the court. You yes. can't have that. Correct. You can't have it. Right. Cats, cats are net positive. Yeah, so. you would think so. I mean, Jordan Poole was a net positive when they won the championship. He, mm-hmm. word is he got paid and just kind of lost his mind a little bit. And whatever, being punched in the head didn't help. No matter what yeah. he did. And, and, he I, I, that. and I heard there were some reasons why that might have happened. I'm not sure they are. Right. but Still, whatever. no one's excusing him for punching the head. Right. But yeah. Right. He may have been acting out of turn. Um, Chris Paul moves the needle in the right direction. They need more help than that. Probably. Just because sure. the Nets are, mm-hmm. the Nuggets are really good. Um, we'll see what Memphis does. Uh, replacing Dylan Brooks and getting job back when he, and Ty Jones, mm-hmm. who's gone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're, uh, I talked to someone very close to Draymond who said mm. um, he wants to get paid. We'll see what the, so we'll he see wants what the Warriors come up with. So he, you don't think he's going to give them any kind of hometown discount? I don't. Right? I, oh, I have no, no idea. I, I actually okay. do think that he might. I do think that okay. he might. Okay. I'm not saying he will. I would think that it's possible. And and a discount, by the way, just to be clear, that's not a set in stone thing, right? A, what you consider discount, what what I consider discount, are two different things. Right, he could say, "No, okay, four years," and because I mean, he is eligible for a max because he just did. He made his whatever another millionth All NBA defensive team, so that's yeah. Now he may say, "Okay, they're not going to pay me four years and whatever my max is, so maybe I'll take four and thirty-five. Is that too much? I don't know. Joe 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 Lakeup is going to you know costing them a lot of money, a lot of money, and then. They don't have to redo Clay's deal, but maybe they should because, you know, he's making a lot of money this year. So it will be interesting. And uh, by the way, on that same token, David, about players from that cat draft class, your favorite guy on the Warriors, Kevon Looney. He's making 7-5 this year and 8 next year, but next year is only partially guaranteed. Now, I'm not saying he's going anywhere, but... I mean, they can't afford to lose him. He's a, he's the best player on the team behind Curry value wise. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's um though those guys are who wouldn't want Kevon Looney at that price. Wait a second, I can hey, starting center for 8 million bucks. That's that's that is a oh win my, and yeah, a half right yeah. there. No one's drafting centers. Very few guys got drafted as center I think 3. I mean, we talked about it, right? If you're paying centers and, you know, the Nets are going to have to worry about this with Nick Claxton soon because he's going to, he played well this year and made an all-defensive team. Well, I got to get real money now. You want to pay centers $20 million a year who don't do what, who can't shoot? They're good, good defense, can rim run, but that's about it. That, that new CBA, it, it's really, you know, teams are going to have to really start thinking, where do we, what, where's the value, right? Can we lock somebody up to, a cheaper rookie deal in that spot particularly. Right. And I don't know. You, you may not be able to. I look at Miles Turner in in, uh, in Indiana. He's another one, right? Like, so he's, Turner has got 20 million this year and 19 yeah, next year, sense. right? He's part of that yeah. same draft class. Like, and, but, and he's, he's not on the timeline though with Nemhard, Matherin. He's a little, he's a little and, bit older than Tyrese, Nemhard, 28, 27, 27 or 28, yeah. 
Yeah, I do think this trade. They remember they tried to sign Aiden last year, they so did. they did. There are there is some speculation as well that they'll trade him. Now I wonder because Turner, I think, may fit better with the Suns than Aiden. Oh, it's right a no brainer for Phoenix. It's but, but it's, it's, it's a like, brainer for Indiana. I was going to say, have they soured on Aiden after watching this year, being like, "Oh, thank God we dodged that I bullet." I mean, just you just can't be in the business of overpaying guys. I think it's bad business, you know. Daryl Morey figured yes, that a is, long time ago. Don't overpay players. It is it is actually bad yeah. business. Yes. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Nas Reed, three years, forty two million. They already have Rudy Gobert. So this is why we're saying Cat's the logical person that's on the move because we can't lock up. What is it now? Fifty more than that. Uh, Ninety million dollars in centers. centers yeah. like, that, that's crazy yeah. talk. So Cat's yeah. got to go. I mentioned Golden State. Henry joked about Miami. I was like, he don't seem like heat culture guy to me, but you know, guys can mature as you always say and grow up. You'll see. Uh, any anything off the top of your head? I know we talked about Memphis, but they don't have anything salary wise. For Aiden, you mean? To, for for Cat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought about it. I don't think um I don't think the Knicks need to do that. They I like I thought Mitchell Robinson was really good for them in the postseason. Yeah, and the, you know, yeah, the Knicks were were rumored. Oh, were that they? was a, that was a rumor okay. team too. Yeah, another Defensive rumor minded. team. CAA guy, you know, Rose and all them are CAA, you know, are CAA guys over there. Oh, so. that's true. I um yeah, yeah. I don't think Charlotte, they've got Mark Williams, who I'm a big yeah. fan of. Yeah. Um, but new owner. New sure. owners do crazy right. stuff. You're right. A-Rob right. might be like, get him out of here. Let's just, no, you're right. You're right. They could trade some guys. And get and, and in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. They've got Hayward I mean, and Rozier. They've got some money. Look, a LaMelo Cat 1-5 pick and roll. And now you're talking me into it. That sounds well, kind of nice. Would, I think their thinking would be, um, Denver just won a title with very average defense. Because in the postseason where you can really lock in, you can do better. Uh, who cares that they're in the regular season? They were average at best. Right, right. There's an mm-hmm. argument for that. When you're that good offensively. Well, well yeah, yeah. And that, well, that's the thing. Cat ain't no Jokic. He's no, very good. No, no, no. He ain't that. No, just a better shooter. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he he, he ain't that. Um, uh, a trade came down, David, while we were. <laughs> good God. This league just now? is doing crazy things. Yeah, just now. All right. The Hawks are finalizing a trade to send. Finally. Oh, John, John Collins. Collins. <laughs> oh, boy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know what you're going to say. Okay. All right. Wow. I really have no mm-hmm. idea. There's so many teams. John Collins, who, by the way, seems like he's been in For trade rumors yeah. since he got yeah. drafted. Since the day, day he got yeah. drafted. He's been this is the first time, so it finally first time out of 17 attempts he actually got traded. All right. Where's yes. he going? He is going to the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gay and a future second round pick. Ugh. So that, yeah, listen, I, I don't know what they're doing there. Um, clearly, well, I mean, I, it's obvious what they're doing. They're clearing salary cap space for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Are they going after somebody? Um, and I think it, this is what we talked about when the CBA got announced, right? Teams are in this slot now where they're like, okay, you mentioned overpaying players. If we are not competing for a title, we cannot have three players making a ton of money because this, this hamstrings us the rest of the way. And what that's telling me is because DeAndre Hunter, I believe, already got his rookie extension, if I'm not mistaken. They got Trey. And they have DeJounte Murray, who's either going to be on one or coming up for one, right? So they're like, we, we got we to gotta unload something here. I like John Collins. Um, you know, pair him with Laurie. Because that's kind of I mean, nice. They're both, they're like both power forwards. Can you move one to the five? They got Walker Kessler. Ball? That's right. And, none of, and neither of them so are quick enough to play the three. I think they're not done moving. Shit. 
Okay, someone's getting moved yeah. there. Okay. Listen, if you're Utah, not marketing. Well, John I Collins, don't know. If you're Utah, uh, you can really oh, get some young talent oh. if you want. Now I know what you're Trade okay. both those I see cats. Where you're going now. Trade both those cats. Get get top three pick in the draft next year. Lori's so good. Oh, he man. is. Yeah, really. I, I, he he, and he's fairly paid. You could get a king's yeah. ransom. I like Lori a lot. All star this year. Uh, he did he win most improved? If you didn't, he did, he should have. Okay, yeah, he was yeah, excellent. They, you, they should Sam Presti should be on their speed dial because they've got lots of picks and some young players. Oh, you could you get him, put him with Shea, him with Shea right yeah. now. Oh, now you're cooking with gas. I think I talked about that in the spring. Yeah, that would be you are that, cooking yeah, with that gas. That would be my thing. And then and then wait, hold on to John Collins. Let him score 25 points a game. with the only good player on the team. Right. And right. um, by the way, they also just drafted Taylor Hendricks, who plays the four, who's <laughs> very talented, I think. Okay, so people getting moved. Yeah, you got okay, to do moved. some stuff here, guys. Uh, and um, if they wait long enough, someone's going to need a power forward or a big. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, mm-hmm. give, they'll give them some good things for them. Can marketing play? Yeah, three. Is he quick enough? Yeah, he's tall enough to okay. make up for his lack of quickness. Oh, 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 he he's definitely really is tall. that. Can he play can he, three through five? Can he play five? Oh, sure. But you don't want him as your full time. No. You don't want him banging that much. Okay. No, okay. they have Walker but, Kessler. But when, you, but when you when you downsize, though, and you go small, oh. you can make him. Oh, your, for sure. There are teams that should go after him, and he will be mostly a four and could play some five. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm being greedy for Warriors fans. Oh, I was saying the same ooh. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, Warriors fans loving me right now. If you talk, I mean, Kaminga, you know, they got rid of Ryan Rollins, who I'm super high right. on. Um, Moody, uh, for for who in Minnesota? For uh, no, no, for uh, Lori for Rudy. No, no, oh, uh, Looney, you get, you get yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think Utah is better. I mean, yeah, it'd be great for Golden State. Utah is better off just just trying to get a whole bunch of picks and then a rookie picks. or two to put with okay, Walker okay. Kessler's a long time five, he's very, Taylor Henderson's yeah. a long time four. He's super talented okay. guy okay. that people didn't know because he went to Central Florida. Just because his twin brother, his mom wanted both to get a scholarship, but he's mm-hmm. basically the three and D, the the big, the stretch big that everyone wants. Taylor mm-hmm. has the stretch big that everyone wants, and um, and so now it's just a matter. And they got they got Sexton, they get Trey Clarkson. I mean, they have a lot of talent. Oh my God, David, this is Jesus. Lori Markinen is on year three of a four year deal. He's only making seventeen yeah. million dollars this coming. You would season. get a ton and for next that. year. At 18, it's partially guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, my God. OKC could give you a lot. If, they, if OKC wanted to, you could but, maybe yeah. get Giddy or Jalen or yeah. Williams. They'd have to consider you, it. Marketing goes there. You can now, OKC now becomes that, what we talked about. Well, you can now move up now. We're like, no, we're competing for playoffs. Oh, they're, the top four if they get Laurie Marketing and do some other shoot deals, they're, they're a top four team in the West. Yeah. Shea's unbelievable. Yes, he's Shea's on the yeah, they, yeah. They'd have back-to-back most improved. Well, I think Shea won it the year before. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong. Yep. Um, I think, I think so, so though. Yeah, though, they'd be – talk about cooking with gas. If they got Lori, <laughs> again, I said this before. Um, and then they got Chet. So you still got young people coming. It's not like they're old. Mm-hmm. You know, Chet, mm-hmm. they, uh, they would need, actually, a backup to Chet. And they, they have one, I'm sure, now. Um, because he's not going to play 48 million. He's going to play – and then we got Jalen Williams. I mean, you got to trade some guys. Lou Dort. Utah's going to need somebody. Yeah, you got to give up someone. Lou Dort's right. pretty good. Can play him mm-hmm. in the postseason mm-hmm. as a defender. Have him guard Curry. 
the way De- mm-hmm. uh, Davion mm-hmm. Mitchell did a decent job against Curry for the Kings. Uh, uh, Dort's kind of sure built did. the same. So that'd be interesting. Well, this is, wow, fascinating. Guys, get excited. Uh, a couple of the uh, rookies, David, in that 2016 draft class who were at the end of their deals. Porzingis, we already know, got traded. Uh, mentioned Miles Turner. Mentioned Looney. D'Angelo Russell, last year of a deal, $31 million. Does he stay in L.A.? Thumbs down. Yeah, I, yeah, I think not. And that so that expiring might be nice for somebody. And then what do the Lakers get back in return? You know, obviously players that make up the make up the the number, but on longer deals, right? To extend this out a little bit. Um, and that team that get, that gets off of uh, that gets uh, D'Angelo obviously gets cap relief, which is what I think a lot of these teams are going to end up doing. The Warriors get yeah. D'Lo back. They could. Who are they sending out Paul? to match? Yeah, is that? I mean. As much look, Chris Paul's old and all that, but who would I rather have if I'm Golden State, Angelo or Chris Paul? Right, I know, I agree. No, but I was thinking about for the cap relief too. Although Chris Paul will be out oh, also, okay. right? He's yeah, in his yeah, last yeah, year, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. Listen, it's going to be nuts this week <laughs> coming up to Friday and, and who does what. Um, we mentioned David at the beginning. When we were talking about Wemby. Um, World Cup's coming up for FIBA, and Victor and his team have made a decision. He calculated and he was looking at playing about 170 games in a 24-month span between uh, his team in France. They made the finals over there, yeah. playing Summer League and World Cup and his new season with the with the Spurs. And I'm sure he figured into, well, what if we make the playoffs? And he's like, okay, that's just too much basketball. And let's also not forget Olympics for Paris in Paris next next summer. It was he's just like, carry something's got to give it. He's like, something's got to give here, right? I can't, I can't do all this basketball. So he will not play in the World Cup this summer. Um, and we both agree that that's smart for him. Um, get ready for the NBA this season. Play a little summer league, probably play a game or two, and then they'll probably shut him down and get himself ready for, uh, for a training camp and all that. But you and I found tremendous value in Eurobasket last year for, you aforementioned Laurie Markkinen, Franz Wagner, and I'll even argue not that they needed it to get better, but it was helpful for Jokic and Doncic. Doncic especially because he came into camp not fat and out of shape because it was playing Eurobasket. So that helped. Um, and I was thinking about for us on our side, Team USA, or even other guys in, in, in on other teams, other, other world teams, who could use that nice international bump of playing some international ball and like coming back with like, I can do some stuff. Like I'm, I'm better than I thought I was, or I knew I was this good. I just showed you guys I can all do this stuff. Anybody come into mind for you right off the top of your head? Well, first, you probably feel like I do. Uh, I get, I can't even, I, I struggle to say us when it comes to America. The, and you, and you my, know me, I, know. I don't mean us in that our, way. Our moms, well, I can speak for myself. Because my mom was living here when I came out of her, <laughs> I, have, I, root, I, don't, I root for people. I don't care about countries. I really right, don't. Right, right. Um, I don't root for terrible countries. And we can right, qualify right, for right. that in a lot of ways. We have, we have some good stuff about us, I will tell you. Uh, mostly peak good people. Um, our laws are suspect right now, um, but I understand your point. So, yeah, Paolo was a, a mm. productive rookie. He wasn't a, a winning rookie. No, um, no. I think Austin Reeves is going to be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Read off some of those names. Yeah, I'm yeah you put in the job. Here's yeah. our roster. We have uh, 12 spots, by the way, and we only have 11 filled right now, so one more spot's open. Paolo, Mikel Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Brandon Ingram. Triple J, Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, and the aforementioned Austin Reeves with one more spot. To I mean, you can make a case for all of them have, have not a chance to be the man on, a, on mm-hmm. big winners. 
They've been a man on some not-so-big winners. Brandon Ingram has had some great playoffs. Uh, Tyrese had an all-NBA level season on a bad team. Sure did. Uh, Jalen Brunson has been to the conference finals. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't fit the way uh, America normally wins these games. He's not no, that he kind doesn't. of fit. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also would never bet against Jalen Brunson. Oh, he's tough. Yeah, as just super smart, figures stuff out so often. Yep. Um, so uh, when is it anyway? Uh, July, late July? Uh, August. Oh, August good. they start. Good. Yeah, so right when they, whenever they finish, and we, you and I said this before the show, that is not a gold medal winning roster. I don't way, think folks. it is. Like, I'm I, not seeing the I, other rosters I, yet, but compared true. compared to yes. what we're used to fielding, that's well, the weakest team correct. we've had in a long time. Right. The last time, and that's what happens now. The last time we fielded a team this bad, it was John Thompson's team, and those were college players. Just being honest. And so this is what happens now because FIBA wanted to differentiate its basketball World Cup from the football World Cup. They moved it into these non-Olympic years. Well, what that means is our top senior men's national guys are like, well, I'm not playing FIBA World Cup and Olympics back to back. So they all sit out FIBA World Cup and they play, which is fine. I mean, because that means our U, right, our U25 or whatever talent can do their thing. I think selfishly, I think this will be great for Jaron. Um, I was saying the same thing. Be like very, very, we already know defensive player of the year. Can his offensive game translate some more? I think that'll be nice for him. Um, I love it for Austin Reese. Great out of the pick and roll. Uh, I think he'll, he'll blossom as well. You mentioned Tyrese and Edwards, all these young, they're young, yeah. right? And a lot of them still have a lot of immaturity in their uh, game, right? Speaking so, of Triple J, that's mm. who Taylor Hendricks is most like. Shot blocker, three-point shooter. He's better than three-point shooter than Triple J was that age. Way better. Yeah. Not the shot blocker that. he is. Uh, but but he can really shoot. Very, and he's probably more athletic than Jackson. Quicker. Very wow. quick. Jackson, Jackson's pretty yeah, athletic. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, Taylor's pretty quick, springy guy. Jackson's okay. more agile, okay. I think, and tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I could see him playing on Team USA for sure because like those that. athletic, shot-blocking bigs that can shoot threes, oh, we need those guys. Need that. Yeah. Team, that's, team, yeah. that's how you win. Team USA has a kid that I'm involved with. I just know the kid is from Florida. His name is Asa Newell. But very likely mm-hmm. a top 10 pick, and he's at Montverde. He's got another year. But um, he's our best shooting, uh, uh, shot-blocking big. I'm the under-19 team nice. in Hungary right now, and he's a high school kid. Okay. There's four high school kids. <laughs> team USA has got some talented young players. A kid named Trey Johnson, a kid named Ian Jackson, uh, Asa Nuo. Those, those cats, they barely beat Slovenia yesterday, but they're talented. Yeah, we got plenty if of talent. If you're 6'10", super athletic and springy, yeah. you better know how to shoot threes yeah. and block shots. And if you, and if if you, you can if do, you do that, that, you're a top 10 pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what Asa Nuo. Sure enough. That's Asa Nuo, and that's Taylor Hendricks, yeah. Um, the last thing I want to point out about this FIBA World Cup roster, and it's not to bang on these guys, but it bears mentioning. It would be in any other normal year where they were not in the news for not good reasons. Zion Williamson and John Morant would likely be the two people, two players on this team. And they are not. And it, you know, look, you guys know me and David and Henry and how we run this. We're not browbeaters and like labeling kids who they are when they're, no, like you can grow, you can mature, all that. But we talked about how just because you were once whatever and you achieved something one time doesn't mean that your career in the NBA is set in stone and you're not going to be this great long time, super successful. Like you got to want to do this every day, day in and day out and commit to the ground and limit things away from basketball that distract you from the task at hand and for both those guys this summer um 
I, I hope some some growing up and some maturing happen for them. And you know, again, I'm not I'm not preaching because at that age, stupid as shit. I did lots of dumb shit. I still do dumb shit now. <laughs> you know, like so, you, and I'm way older than more that. More money than you did. <laughs> Correct. Way more fame. It, 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 right. So I mean, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, but you know, for I I want them to just I I want I want I want it for them because I I like them and I want them. You to know, I'm, this is a good context to bring this up. Um, you can call me old school conservative, whatever. I'm uh, not politically speaking. Um, I. I I don't like how great a dick dressed for the draft, unless you want to look like <laughs> a clown. You, you didn't no. like the, uh, the Ruby the Red to Dorothy from the no, Wizard of Oz? <laughs> my old school, call me whatever you want to call me, but I've been around a little bit, okay? Uh, I want them wearing, buy a sweet Armani suit or pick your Canali, pick, pick, yeah, pick whatever you want. Pick your local guy. Find it. Kansas has a tailor. I promise you. Multiple. Yeah, multiple tailors. Find a designer. <laughs> I'm all for that. And the reason why I'm coming to this is exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I just saw a video recently of like all the taunts the Grizzlies did all season. Mm. And it blew up in their face. As we thought it might. Uh, it's, a, it's the world's best league. These guys are trying to beat your brains in. And not to say you're giving them more uh, uh, motivation. I don't necessarily think you are. They're already motivated to right. kill you. Um, mm -hmm. You're just making yourself by puffing yourself up. You're you're neglecting potentially the reality of, oh, I might get my ass kicked here, and that's motivating too. My favorite coaches of my favorite teams, even going back to my high school days, were the guys that would say to me after they won the state, "Boy, we're glad we missed you, and you know my team got upset, or we just couldn't beat a better team. You were the one team we thought could beat us, or whatever." I had so much. I never felt that. I never felt like, oh, we're going to beat those guys. I I was afraid of every team. I wasn't afraid to match up with them, but I definitely knew we we're going to be in some trouble. That to me was fun. Is the excitement of we might get our ass kicked here, and then when you don't, like one of my favorite stories, Gerard, and I'm not going to tell you the story in particular, but of of all my narratives of when you know going in, man, we might get waxed here, but here's the game plan, and you got your team sold on this is what we're going to do. And you look up at the scoreboard and three minutes to go and you're down one or up one. And you're like, and you, you, inside, <laughs> you never show it. Mostly. But inside you're saying, we, this is all I asked for. Is I thought we might get murdered here. And we are in we this chance. thing. Because we're executing, we're fighting, whatever. And on occasion, I would, I would, I would be at my timeout and I'd say to the team, like, hey, remember yesterday I talked about we, we may struggle to stay in this game. Guys, look at the clock. We're right there. You earned this. Now let's finish it. Whatever. Uh, uh, that is proper respect. And so to me, as, I, as you, said, you said to me earlier regarding the guys that I know in the draft, like, here we are. Uh, the guys that I know look normal. They, I mean, they're, they're, I, I don't know if I would pick the color they picked. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. They're allowed to show some expression. I'm old school that way. I get it. But it's just one night. And you, you, you accomplish something. You're guaranteed 5 to $10 million for the next two or four years, depending on who you are more, obviously. Um, no one cares tomorrow. They really don't. The fans do. No one else does. Not in the business. You got to produce. And so you can't let your guard down. That's when you get punched in the mouth. You let your guard down. And so I think in the case of, we know how Ja, the two little bullshit, when it come up, Ja, like all that's over now. You fucked it up. Mm -hmm. Now you're really being going to be scrutinized. You thought there was a microscope mm -hmm. on you before. You have no idea. Yeah. You brought that mm -hmm. on yourself more than one way. The, the humble 
guy that flashed the gun a few times, you almost start wondering what's really going on there. You get the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt for good mm-hmm. or for bad. Uh, uh, and and we, we have a lot of races in the country that hold it against black players more. Shame on them. Mm-hmm. I'm All these guys are the same. Wake the fuck up. Be humble. And understand that all these other dudes in the league that are really good, they want to crush you. And yeah. just focus on getting better and surviving that. Go to Vegas. I, I, I think I told you the story once before. DeRozan might have been in his fourth year. He's not playing summer league anymore. He's in Vegas, but he's he's on the Team USA Select. Remember they do that, Team USA Select? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I was helping Ed Davis out, and they were teammates from Toronto. And Ed was in Memphis maybe at that point. And he said, Coach, I really want you to meet a friend of mine. I had no idea who I was meeting. No clue. It's one in the morning. I'm done my last meeting of the day. I tend not to drink and I'm in, when I'm in summer league. So I'm just drinking iced teas and water all night. He's like, come out to the casino. So I, I go to Bellagio, wherever he was. Well, I think he was at the Wynn. And there's Damar playing blackjack, <laughs> drinking a bottle of water. And uh, I was just so impressed with that. Like, <laughs> he wasn't a made man at that point. He right, was still right, coming. Right. And I'm not surprised he's still killing it in the ages 30s. Like he, he appreciated, like, I, I have to, I just, you can let your hair down, but not then. There's a time for it. And I think we let our hair down, uh, the players do, before they've even done anything. They're being, they're being drafted on the come, right, on the bet. Very few are because, like Jaime Hackes was, he was Pac-12 player of the year. A lot of these other guys, no, you were just, yeah, you average 12 points a game, but you're young. Anthony Black can't yeah. shoot. A lot of these guys can't <laughs> yeah. shoot. So Cam Whitmore needed a dose of humility in his draft process. Apparently, Oof. really Apparently. laid an egg in that. Now we'll see what he's got. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's yeah, it's, it's a tale for these guys, right? This is the, the league is what it is. It is the best basketball league in the world, as David said. If you aren't humble, the game will humble you. It's just it's just going to happen. I mean, that's that happens for all of them. LeBron had atrocious NBA finals. Everyone gets it. No one is immune. The best of the best of all time. So don't invite stuff your way, right? When it's going to happen anyway, naturally from the game itself. A lot of coaches, Rod, will say, why are you celebrating? You should have expected this. Like, didn't expect this. Uh, My son's graduating a year early in the summer. Uh, I I don't want him to walk. I'm not impressed that he's graduating. I know it's only three years, (laughs) but he also took a lot of colleges when he was in high school, college classes. Mm -hmm. He's going to walk because his team wants him to, and, you know, the coaches and his mom would like Mm -hmm. to see it. I was going to say, I I would imagine Chrissy Uh, also wants to Mom gets my point of view, but also, she's and she wins. I don't ever argue that stuff. But we're not going to, you know, we're going to have a nice party at night with his teammates. We're not sending him around a trip around the world. Like, a lot of people graduate college, buddy. What have you really accomplished there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to – we're just going to curb our enthusiasm a little bit. Take it easy. Max Thorpe, uh, when you get that job that we know what, what, what job you do want, give me a call. I, I, I got a position for myself that I want. So you just uh, – you know, you, you, yeah. you, oh, yeah. you, you, you give me a uh, Listen, I'm Jewish. We know how to celebrate. We never know when – as they say in Field on the Roof, you never know when the next pogrom is coming, which is persecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we can celebrate now. Our weddings are something to be seen. But um, pick your spots. And for all yeah. these young guys, uh, uh, they should be having pictures of, of Ja and Zion right in front of them. Like, guys, none of you, except for Victor, are as good as those guys, because they aren't. Scoot and uh, Brandon Miller, I'm sorry. You're not as good as those not two. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Pure talent, <laughs> I would pick Zion and Ja every day. Only Victor would yeah. I pick above them. And, I mean, you can go back 20 years and not pick many. These guys are out-of-this-world talents. And – 
lucky enough, young. So let's hope mm-hmm. they figure it out. But we don't know. Yeah, At this point, we don't know. We don't. All right, guys. We will see you later in the week. Uh, I have a feeling something will happen in the NBA between, between now and Thursday. Take care.